millions of people every day are reaping the health benefits of using cannabis oil also known as CBD. This new product derived from hemp has fascinated doctors and scientists around the world for its powerful effects on the human body. If you are in need of alternative methods for health empowerment, please visit www.naturalhempoil.com. That's naturalhempoil.com. CBD is now legal in over 40 states, and our products are non-psychoactive and contain less than 0.3% THC levels. We also offer products for household pets. Naturalhempoil.com does not claim to treat cancer, PTSD, epilepsy, anxiety, insomnia, joint pain, eczema, or any chronic condition that you may have been diagnosed with. Please consult with a doctor before you take CBD. Results may vary, so give our natural CBD a try at www.naturalhempoil.com. That's naturalhempoil.com. Visit naturalhempoil.com. That's naturalhempoil.com. When it comes to stubborn belly fat, we're all searching for a miracle pill. Generally, you have to use multiple products that target belly fat differently to manage excess weight around the stomach. Some products may focus on abdominal exercises or dietary changes, while others might focus on boosting metabolism or controlling cravings. But believe it or not, I may have found a solution that removes the need for juggling through multiple weight management products. It's called Belly Trim, and it's more effective at targeting belly fat, enhancing metabolism, and promoting a toned midsection better than most weight management products I've seen typically found on store shelves. Tens of thousands of five-star reviews back up the notion that Belly Trim is not only a breakthrough in a bottle, but that it also removes the need for us to use countless diet pills and fat-burning supplements. But there's more. If you place your order for Belly Trim now, you'll also receive 51% off free VIP live health and fitness coaching for life, two free new ebooks titled Top 10 Foods That Burn Belly Fat, and Top 10 Exercises to Reduce Belly Fat, a 60-day satisfaction guarantee, and last but not least, free shipping. Simply go to www.trimwithus.com. That's www.trimwithus.com to take advantage of this limited-time deal before they sell out. Once again, that's www.trimwithus.com. Order now. Energy bills are rising at a historic rate, and there's no end in sight. Talk to enough people, and you'll soon realize nearly everyone's shocked at their recent electricity bills. Some studies reveal energy costs have skyrocketed by as high as 60% in as little as two years. That's why tens of thousands are installing this magical little device from SavePowerBills.com to help slash their energy bills. This sophisticated gadget stabilizes electrical currents, reduces dirty electricity, and helps protect your appliances and electronics. Simply plug it into your home wall outlet to help lower energy consumption and ultimately help reduce your power bills every month. Countless five-star reviews back up the notion that this device is one of the most efficient ways to save money while beating the greedy power companies. But there's more. If you order now, you'll also receive 65% off, fast shipping within the USA, hassle-free returns, and last but not least, a 60-day satisfaction guarantee. Just go to SavePowerBills.com to take advantage of this limited-time deal before they sell out. Once again, that's SavePowerBills.com. Violent crime across the U.S. has skyrocketed. Just recently, a politician was carjacked by three armed attackers outside his home in Washington, D.C. This comes several months after another politician was assaulted in the elevator of her building. Between mass shootings, kidnappings, burglaries, and carjackings, it's never been more vital to learn how to protect yourself. This is why tens of thousands are choosing the Fighter Flare Flashlight. The Fighter Flare Flashlight has awed people with a wonderful design and massive light output. On top of an ultra-bright 800-lumen light, it boasts powerful strobe lighting modes for self-defense, a glass breaking hammer, a built-in power bank, solar-powered recharging, rope cutter, siren, and much more. Countless five-star reviews back up the notion that this flashlight is the latest and greatest in the EDC market. But there's more. If you place your order for the Fighter Flare flashlight now, you'll also receive 66% off, free express shipping, and last but not least, a 100% lifetime guaranteed replacement. Simply go to www.fighterflare.com to take advantage of this limited-time deal before they sell out. 
www.fighterflare.com. Order now. Something wicked is coming this way, and only fools are ignoring the signs. So it's time you became a financial prepper like thousands of others. Gold can travel anywhere. It's international. It's its own currency. Allocate to gold now, the timeless safe haven asset. Open an IRA with noble gold investments to physically hold coins and bars and let real, tangible gold, not just paper, save your portfolio as the economy burns again. Right now, Noble Gold Investments offers a free 3-ounce silver American virtue coin with every qualified IRA. Just use the promo code code GOLD to claim your free coin and secure your family's financial future. Go to noblegoldinvestments.com now. noblegoldinvestments.com This performance may not be indicative of future results. Investing in precious metals, including gold, involves risks. Consult with your tax attorney or financial professional before making an investment decision. RPN is, not RPN is not responsible for the views, actions, statements, or opinions of its guests, advertisers, or even its viewers. The information contained in this program is not to be confused with medical or legal advice. An appearance on this platform is not necessarily an endorsement. But as always, we encourage you to do your own research. Enjoy the show. evening everyone and welcome back to another exciting episode of red pill news live trisha nothing to apologize for i worked because i wanted to lisa and i did go out and get some pizza and then we spent a nice relaxing night in bed We are live. Make sure you hit that refresh. All right. We've got a lot to talk about. If you're coming on over from Badlands or 412 Productions, thank you very much for joining us. If this is your first time hearing my voice today, then rest assured, I have plenty of news and information to bring you guys. We've got an update on the health of one Mitch McConnell. Turtle, Rhino Extraordinaire. We're also going to be checking in with the situation in Michigan. The GBI Strategies investigation continues to get worse. We would be remiss if we didn't also see what's going on in Hawaii. And of course, we've got to check in with the latest on our President Trump. So if you don't mind, make sure you hit that like button on your way in. Make sure you hit that red pill. Sit back, relax, and grab your popcorn. And we're going to be right back after this. 
You know, a lot of people don't understand that digestive issues are frequently caused by a toxin that's present in virtually all of the, quote, healthy foods scientists have been telling us to eat with their fraudulent food pyramid for the longest time. And according to Dr. Gundry, who is a world-renowned cardiologist and best-selling author, it's these toxins that cause the issues so many people face. Millions of people nationwide are living in agony every single day. And the warning signs include weight gain, fatigue, digestive discomfort, stiff and achy joints, and even skin problems. And you see, Dr. Gundry explains these side effects are often mistaken for the normal signs of aging because they usually develop over a matter of years. You see, this is progressive. In some cases, it even takes decades. And because we've been lied to, you probably have no idea that the damage to your digestive system is likely caused by these health foods, and it's far from normal. Now, the good news is you can fix this yourself from the comfort of your own home. It's really very simple. You just have to know which foods are actually healthy and which foods contain this hidden toxin. So you can find out for yourself by clicking the link in the description below. GutCleanseProtocol.com forward slash Zach. Once again, that's gutcleanseprotocol.com forward slash Z-A-K. Because after years of research, Dr. Gundry has decided to release an informative video to the public, totally free and uninterrupted, showcasing exactly which foods you need to avoid. So once again, click the link in the description below to visit gutcleanseprotocol.com forward slash Zach and find that free video. You're going to thank me for it because it's totally free. And when you support my sponsors, you support this channel. All right. Articulate says, this is my first time here. Well, Articulate, I am so pleased to be able to host you this afternoon. Thank you very much to everybody for hanging out with us. That's a new sponsor of the program. And like it says in the ad, it's a totally free video. So please do me a favor. Just go check it out. That way they'll know that by advertising on this channel, they not only support good quality news and information, but of course, uh, they're doing it in their own best interest. I sincerely appreciate it. Link is in the description box below, gutcleanseprotocol.com forward slash Z-A-K. Now, if you're arriving from 412 Productions or Badlands Media, you might have heard the tail end of our conversation about uh, Barack Obama and his proclivity for having sex with men and smoking crack cocaine, uh, as revealed by one Larry Sinclair during Barack Obama's initial run for president. Now, uh, Tucker Carlson is speaking about that. I think that it's something that is worth talking about. I very recently made contact with... With Larry Sinclair, he is um, evaluating whether or not he's going to be willing to come on the channel. He said, you know, if you just want me to tell the story about how I had sex with Barack Obama, you can hear that on, you know, any number of other podcasts. But that's not what I'm interested in. Um, There are uh, a lot of other things that fascinate me with this. And more importantly, uh, the cost to Larry Sinclair's personal life, Uh, because in the same way that the federal government's coming down on conservatives, the same way they're coming down on uh, Donald Trump, <clears throat> in the same way that they've traditionally come down on lower and uh, and, and, and middle-income Americans. Uh, they came down on Larry Sinclair, and uh, they used the full power of the government to, to put him away. Uh, they sought to destroy this man because he dared to tell the truth. He had sex with Barack Obama in the back of a limousine while they smoked crack cocaine. That was certainly newsworthy. 
back in 2007, 2008, and I think it's just as newsworthy-ish today. But that's not the subject of today's show. I just wanted to make sure you guys were aware. Larry Sinclair might be coming on the show. I'm hoping to have him here. Let's do an update on what's happening in the state of Florida with uh, Hurricane Adelia. Let me actually shut off my camera so that I have the correct one on. And there we go. All right. So yesterday we talked a little bit about some of the areas where the uh, devastation was uh, hardest hit. Um, This is from all accounts, lots of uh, reports coming in from people who were in the path of the hurricane saying that Idalia was uh, the most powerful hurricane that's ever come through the state. I have to say, based upon its size, based upon its intensity, uh, it is probably the luckiest place in this state that it could have gone through. I mean, it basically went through the least populated portion of the state of Florida, but that doesn't mean that it stopped because it ravaged Georgia and it ravaged South Carolina as well. Uh, so there was actually a tornado in South Carolina that was spawned from Hurricane Adelia, uh, and the winds were so heavy that they actually flipped a car in Goose Creek, South Carolina. So if you have any family, any friends in this area of the state, uh, certainly uh, uh, let them know that uh, they are remaining in our prayers. Uh, apparently, two people were traveling in a vehicle on US 52 when suddenly this tornado came out of nowhere and lifted their car up in the air. It caused it to flip. They only suffered minor injuries, thank God, but they were forced to go to the hospital for a little bit of observation. We actually have video of the tornado flipping the car. I thought it was striking, so here we go. We're going to play it. And there is no audio, apparently. But boom, look at that. Wow. That's insane. <clears throat> you see it just whew, flip it right up. I'm really glad those people were okay. It's uh, pretty incredible that nobody else in the vicinity uh, was uh, was damaged uh, or any of their property was damaged. Um, as uh, we continue to get reports coming in from the uh, path of this hurricane, I will continue to bring you updates. Uh, if you are someone who's been affected by the path of Hurricane Adelia, please uh, feel free to reach out. And uh, if there's anything we can do to help you out, uh, I'll use whatever resources are in my power to do so. As I said yesterday, my aunt and uncle uh, were expected to be hit hard by Adelia, but luckily they were just completely breezed by and and we didn't feel anything here. A lot of people flooded. uh, A lot of people had uh, a lot of wind damage and uh, we were very, very lucky. All right. So uh, this was uh, a story that I saw late last night. I wish I would have known about it before I went on the air at 5 p.m. Maybe it didn't happen before 5 p.m. But uh, Marjorie Taylor Greene is out there speaking about it. I think it's highly important. Mitch McConnell had another sort of uh, mini stroke moment where he kind of lost his composure in the midst of speaking in front of a room full of people. Uh, and it was much worse this time. Uh, he essentially froze in place for like 30 seconds. Now, the really crazy thing about it is that 
you know, this happened just a few weeks ago. Mitch McConnell was speaking in a sort of press conference in the halls of Congress. He got to a certain point and he just kind of meandered off. His eyes glazed and they kind of started staring off into the distance. And people didn't really know what was going on. A couple of his handlers came up and they were like, you know, hey, Mitch, are you okay? And and then they, they shuffled him off. Now, we heard nothing else about that. But seeing it happen for a second time... Uh, Certainly, I think for anybody who has half a brain, it calls into question his fitness for duty. Is Mitch McConnell healthy? Is Mitch McConnell competent? Should he be a senator at all? Uh, the attending physician for Mitch McConnell, Dr. Brian Monahan, has officially medically cleared him to return to work after his second incidence of uh, catatonia, you might say. Uh, this uh, capital physician, uh, you know, I, I have to believe that they have a paycheck coming in and they just rubber stamp whatever it is that Congress tells them they need. Um, <clears throat> their reason for Mitch McConnell staring off into the ether with no expression on his face and no words coming out of his mouth, uh, that uh, occasional lightheadedness being caused by an uncommon concussion recovery, which is what he's going through. A couple of months ago, he fell and hit his head, and uh, apparently it was rather bad. Now, they did keep Mitch McConnell from the public eye for a period of time. I, I think it's likely that he may have fractured his skull at that time, and it required him to be bedridden so that he could kind of get back to the point where he could even step out into Washington, D.C. on Capitol Hill and then stare blankly into the sunset. So in March, uh, this is when Mitch was rushed to the hospital uh, after suffering this concussion. He, he apparently tripped at a recession. And then a month later is when he was returned to work. That's when they cleared him to return to work. So I think it's quite clear that Mitch has some ongoing problems as a result of that initial head injury back in March. Let's go ahead and catch this short clip showing Mitch McConnell losing his place once more. Oh, God. And he starts off, what am I talking about? What? That's never a good sign. Hold on. I'm going I'm to turn this up because I think this is vitally important. Uh, here we go. Desktop audio will go. Five decibels. Okay, here we are. What did you call this? Like a petite mall or something? Like that? Oh, and look at okay. So as he zones out, what am I talking about? What? Oh yes, and then he gets a kind of a dawn of realization on his face. Does a little lighthearted smile, and then he just loses his spot, and he begins to stare off into nothing. Even worse than that, he begins to look up. Almost like Jesus is calling him home. And then his handler comes up and tries to gently remind him. Running for re-election in 2026? Yes. This man is not fit for duty. All right, I'm sorry, you all heard me do that? This man is not doing well. 
to reality, Mitch. Man, it's doing the audio thing. Lisa, are you t- are you serious? It's doing the audio thing again. God sh- darn it. Um, hold on. Okay. <laughs> How annoying. Let me try this. Election in Tell me if that works. Did you hear the question, Senator? Running for re-election in 2026? Yes. Yes, I heard. I heard. All right, I'm sorry, you all. We're going to need a minute. Yeah, you're going to need longer than a minute. Better? Good. Okay, awesome. Glad to, glad to know it's better. Okay. So, so the, the, the ultimate point I'm trying to make is that Mitch McConnell's health is more than in question. He is representative of one of the largest problems in modern American politics. The fact that our political class are American oligarchs who believe themselves to be appointed for life, or at the very least, they are forced to continue until they basically just fall apart. Look at Diane Feinstein. Look at freaking Strom Thurmond. The guy was over a hundred before he finally expired. I mean, this just keeps happening over and over and over again. Bill Clinton, he's not even in public office, but the man has looked like hot death for quite a long time. Hillary Clinton, when she was running in 2016, they had to carry her into that bus, toss her into the back of that van after her, uh, uh, her her leg braces failed. And it looked like, you know, maybe she pooped her pants too. But uh, I'm not the only person asking whether or not Mitch McConnell should continue on. Like I said, MTG is uh, certainly pressing the issue. She actually said his family should be ashamed. MTG, is it his family? Is his family to blame for forcing him to remain in Congress? Or are the handlers, the, the, the RNC stooges surrounding Mitch McConnell, are they the ones that we should be blaming? You know, Mitch McConnell should have retired from office many, many years ago. Uh, John Fetterman, oh my God, totally forgot about John Fetterman. That man had a stroke. He can barely put two words together in a single sentence. Yes, ma'am, that would be difficult for him. But in the same way that Dianne Feinstein and Mitch McConnell are simply allowed to show up to work every day, uh, having all of their various duties taken care of for them by other people, uh, because let's be honest, they're not voting. Remember Dianne Feinstein a couple weeks ago? They just say yes, Dianne. Stop talking, Dianne. Just say yes. So somebody is forcing Mitch McConnell to show up to work every day, and it's not him. I don't think it's his family either. I tend to believe that this truly is the RNC stooges that surround him. It's it's his aides there uh, on Capitol Hill. Um, now, somebody who I would love to see stop showing up to work uh, is 
current Michigan Attorney General Dana Nessel. Now, I'm not threatening violence or anything like that. I just wish that Dana would quit because I think she's bad for Michigan. I think she's bad for America. I think that anyone who got their start in politics at the hand of George Soros through any of his various fellowships, I think that they should retire. We need a law on the books that says that people like George Soros cannot put all of their money into getting a candidate like Dana Nessel into office. Now, Dana is not just a bad attorney general. Dana just happens to be the attorney general that oversaw the exposure of the largest to date recorded vote fraud organization taking place in any state in the union. We're talking about GBI strategies. We're talking about Gary Bell. We're talking about that same organization that I told you yesterday shares office space with the Michigan DNC, which they're both located in the capital city of Michigan in downtown Lansing. So, We know that Dana Nessel was well aware of the vote fraud campaign that was taking place at the hands of GBI strategies. We know that she was made fully aware of all of the various oddities surrounding the case. It wasn't just her. It was the state police. It was the Muskegon police. It was the Federal Bureau of Investigation. Uh, This investigation should have uncovered All of the guilty parties that were involved in pushing these fake voter registration forms, 2,500 voter registration forms in a single day, 8,000 to 10,000 submitted on another day. It's simply impossible, given the number of people who live in these local areas where these uh, get out the vote campaigns are taking place, that all of these people or even most of them were real people. In fact, it turns out, per the Michigan State Police themselves, that the vast majority of those applications were all fraudulent. They were fake. Dana Nessel admitted that this actually happened. But she and her allies in the mainstream media would have you believe that the fact they caught it means that the system works. Well, Dana, I guess forgive me if I won't simply take your word for it. I don't believe that you intercepted those thousands, most likely tens of thousands of ballots of of the ballot applications that were being dropped off at any of these clerks offices throughout your home state. She can't refute the Michigan State Police or the Muskegon Police report, uh, which they they themselves said that there was massive fraud taking place. All she can say is that, hey, we found out, and uh, the reason you didn't hear about it is because it really wasn't a big deal. But uh, if they really did get this all sorted out, if the, if the system works, then we, the people, not just the people of Michigan, but the people of this country, because Michigan had an indelible effect in the 2020 election, we should be able to check the work of the people they're saying did nothing wrong. Uh, They should allow journalists access to these voter registration applications. We should be able to see this stuff from Freedom of Information Act requests. They should have no problem showing us with proof positive that no fraud actually took place. 
it's not good enough to say, hey, we don't have any prosecutions because there weren't any crimes. I, I mean, we know from personal experience that the same people who are put into office by George Soros, these prosecutors all across America, they don't mind not prosecuting people for committing crimes. In fact, if it's a nonviolent crime like what you see here in these vote fraud schemes, uh, then oftentimes people do zero time at all. Here is the man himself, Gary Bell. Now, he has another last name, and I don't remember what it is off the top of my head, but he's always referred to as Gary Bell, but that's not his full name, and I think that that's part of the reason why you just can't find anything about Gary Bell. You can't even find this picture. If you search Gary Bell, GBI Strategies, you find a picture of another random black dude who's named Gary Bell, but it's not him. GBI Strategies received millions of dollars from left-wing campaigns and nonprofits. They were financed by people like George Soros, left-wing billionaires. Gary was a bit braggadocious about it. He was tied to over 70 prominent left-wing organizations all across America. He was active in something like 20 different states. In Michigan, where GBI Strategies occupied the uh, same office space as Michigan Democrats, the same place that is also occupied by the Michigan DNC, um, we don't know if the same thing was true in other states where GBI Strategies was operating. I, I would have to believe that you know they have a formula and they probably follow it. Uh, I don't think that GBI Strategies and their operation in Michigan had some, I don't know, some unique characteristics which required them to show up and pay all their employees and green dot cards and give them burner phones and rent them uh, uh, rental cars and then also equip them with uh, SBRs, with silencers. I mean, that just that doesn't seem too logical. I, I mean, uh, Muskegon may not be like the best place, but I mean, it's it's relatively safe compared to some other places like maybe inner city Atlanta. But in the city of Muskegon, GBI Strategies uh, had a tremendous track record for identifying who in that area was unregistered. Uh, they were very successful in uh, finding uh, the very, very potent weaknesses in the election system of these small, more rural communities. The city of Muskegon uh, nearly doubled their voter file by attempting to add that ten to 12,000 fraudulent voter registration applications. It should have been patently obvious from the start. And that's the thing. The clerk who witnessed the fraudulent applications coming in, it was obvious to her. For context, if we take a look at the 2021 Qualified Voter File, it's a publicly available document which many candidates will use to determine who they need to target. There was only 15,435 registered voters who lived in the city of Muskegon and voted, 9,378 of which did so by using an absentee ballot. So at the moment that GBI strategy shows up at the Muskegon City Clerk's Office and Ann Meisch is there behind the counter and they've got 2,500 registration applications in a single day and then the next day they come in to drop off another eight to 10,000 applications. I mean, that is major alarm bells right there. And I think that anybody doing their job honestly in any state would have seen this and would have said, hey, you know, something is really, really off. That's why Anne called the police. These spikes, these suspicious spikes in voter registration applications, uh, showing up there in the clerk's office, 
appear to have gone completely unnoticed in other areas of Michigan. But there are many jurisdictions around the state of Michigan which seem to have these very similar voter registration spikes. Uh, The question then becomes, are the clerks in those offices incompetent? Are they not doing their job willfully or through ignorance? Uh, Or is it that they're part of the payroll? Uh, Because the same locations that were identified in the Muskegon and Michigan State Police reports as being work sites for GBI strategies actually all have very similar suspicious spikes in voter registration applications. And guess what? They all also happened on exactly the same day. Take a look at this. So GBI was operating in Michigan. They basically doubled the number of qualified voters in uh, in, in, a, in a couple of days. Uh, down here in Buchanan, Michigan, near the uh, uh, the border. Uh, oh, also in Lansing, Michigan, the capital city of the state, Flint, Michigan, where there aren't even that many people who live now compared to other places. Ypsilanti, which is kind of by Ann Arbor. Taylor, which is south of Detroit, Detroit itself, and then Southfield, another suburb of Detroit. GBI Strategies had offices in each and every one of these locations. And in each and every one of these locations, uh, they had the exact same scenario. One of their employees most likely came in and dropped off 10,000 or more voter registration applications. We're talking about eight different jurisdictions, which which all together had thousands, tens of thousands of suspicious voter registration applications. Every single one of them dropped off on Friday, October 9th, 2020. That is 11 days before the October 20th deadline to register for the election that was held on November 3rd in 2020. So uh, in this histograph uh, showing voter registration applications by day in 2020 for Muskegon County, uh, which is separate from the city of Muskegon, uh, you can see <clears throat> that we have yet another anomaly. Uh, virtually every single day, it's pretty flat. Okay, you have a couple of people coming in, dropping off registrations. But boom, on October 9th, the same day that they dropped off voter registration applications in all of those other jurisdictions where they had GBI Strategies offices, they added a new 1,843 voter registration applications. And then on November 3rd, the date of the election, they added another 455. That is after the deadline, and that is not a uh, an uncommon experience in some in these uh, swing states. Uh, for some reason, they allowed people to register on the day of and just cast a, a brand new ballot. So you can see that the county of Muskegon's normal daily average from that graph is fifty to seventy five voter registration applications. So then, out of nowhere, it's like. You know, everybody in Muskegon just decided to come and drop off their applications on the same day. I just don't see that as a possibility. There is no such thing as a coincidence. And in Muskegon County and Muskegon City, on the exact same day in both different jurisdictions, two different clerk's offices, uh, they come in and drop off these tens of thousands of ballots. And here you can see the exact same thing. In every single city where GBI Strategies was operating and performing the same type of voter registration application drives. Here in Ypsilanti, uh, October 9th, boom, right there. You've got a spike on March 11th. You've got another spike 
on election day, just like before. Here in Buchanan, oh yeah, October 9th, boom. Here in Detroit, October 9th, boom. Flint, boom. Lansing, boom. Southfield, boom. Taylor, boom. Muskegon, there it is. There is our golden child right there. So these spikes indicate that thousands of voter registration applications all showed up at these offices on the exact same day. Uh, the, uh, the, if only, if you only look at the October 2020, uh, qualified voter file, the same suspicious spikes appear in key jurisdictions where GBI strategies was operating. Each and every one of those we mentioned. Now, uh, the uh, Michigan State Police are the ones who told us that GBI had offices in these locations because that information is not publicly available. You can't find that. They've hid that very, very well. Uh, so all of these spikes occurring on the same day in, uh, in, in these various areas where they had offices all across the state, uh, it begs the question, who was in charge? Why is it that nobody in these other eight areas recognized that somebody was dropping off thousands of fraudulent voter registration applications, which allowed thousands of fraudulent ballots to be cast in the general election. This is the exact same thing we said happened, only we didn't necessarily know exactly how they got their hands on all of these fraudulent ballots. I mean, again, the ballot applications themselves, oftentimes they had mismatched information. They had addresses that didn't exist. They were names that were simply not found anywhere. It was just a bunch of made-up information. Uh, we can take a look at the cost of this in a real-world sense. Uh, when we see the case of Chris Kajala, he was a former candidate for the Mich- for the Muskegon County Commission uh, and a member of the nonpartisan election integrity force. He ran for that county commission back in 2020. Now, he said that his voter registration scheme, this voter registration scheme, actually was critical to ensuring that he did not win the final swing vote on the registration scheme that was played out in Muskegon. He said, I was winning with 65% of the in-person vote. Well, that's before the absentee ballots flooded in. Absentees ended up being 52% of the total vote. They were exactly the opposite of the in-person vote. So 1,600 people who had never voted before, and I am now confident I can show 500 of those were fraudulent, where I lost the election by 292. This is exactly what they did all over the country. He said, after people vote, it's almost impossible to prove fraud, though. Absentees are by far the easiest way to cheat the vote because of the reduced accountability. In my race, I think it's clear they cheated, but I've been working hard to prove it. I just want fair elections. It's clear that groups like GBI are gaming the system for Democrats, and they know that no one will stop them. Uh, now, Kajala is still a Michigan County election worker. He's a volunteer in the election data analysis for this election integrity task force, which is made up of a, a group of nonpartisan election integrity patriots, people from all sides of the political spectrum. And the current left-leaning Secretary of State, Jocelyn Benson, who's also a uh, George Soros alumni, uh, is telling the state that questioning election integrity uh, can become a, a violent act in and of itself, that uh, you should not question the results of the election because if you do, well, then that means that you are basically a terrorist. Uh, I had a very interesting video that I wanted to play for you uh, because I think that uh, it's uh, highly relevant 
to this situation right here. Before we do that, real quick, uh, I have a message from the sponsor of the next portion of this program, my friends at onenessdrops.com. Here we go. Don't take chances with the water you drink. Tap water, well water, and other public sources of water may contain harmful bacteria and parasites that can affect your health and that of your pets. But with Oneness Water Purification Drops, you can easily ensure the safety of your water. Our chlorine dioxide drops are safe to use when you follow EPA and FDA guidelines, and they've been used for decades worldwide. To use, simply mix equal parts for each bottle in a separate container using the included droppers to create ideal solution. With our easy-to-use and effective chlorine dioxide drops, you can reduce exposure to harmful contaminants and maintain optimal health for you and your pets. All right, onenessdrops.com. Use code RP78 to save 15% off your order of chlorine dioxide water purification kits. So the irony of calling people who call into question the election terrorists or un-American, unpatriotic, or as we're seeing now, criminals in the case of Donald Trump and the people uh, who supported him in his efforts to get to the bottom of what exactly happened in the 2020 election. Well, the great irony is that in 2016, the Democrats did the exact same thing. If you will remember, uh, the Democrats, such as Hillary Clinton and all of their cronies in the mainstream media, In the wake of the 2016 election, they went on a campaign to call Donald Trump an illegitimate president and to claim that he had somehow stolen the election, stolen it from Hillary Clinton, stolen it from the American people. Uh, And I wanted to play you this incredible video uh, that uh, a man by the name of Matt Orphelia had created. Uh, Apparently, YouTube has just demonetized his channel as a result of putting together these clips of publicly available statements made by people like Hillary Clinton calling the election into question. Here we go. The only way they can take this election away from us is if this is a rigged election. The election was rigged against Clinton. This election was rigged and we can't let that happen. We won the election. This was an election that we won easily. We won it by a lot. Are you suggesting that you might not accept the results of the election? I have to say, look. Clinton won't rule out questioning 2016 election. No, I wouldn't rule it out. Can you give a direct answer? You will accept the election? I have to see. Would you completely rule out questioning the legitimacy of this election? No, I would not. No, I'm not going to just say yes. Russia hacked the 2016 elections, and they're going to do it again. This is going to be a fraud like you've never seen. The Russians are still in our election systems. Lots of things can happen. I will totally accept the results of this great and historic presidential election if I win. Joe Biden should not concede under any circumstances. The official was on this morning and said there's no way Trump didn't win and he told me horror stories. I object because people are horrified. Absolute horror stories. And I object to the certificate from the state of Georgia. And I object to the electoral votes from the state of Georgia. I object to the votes from the state of Wisconsin. I object to the electoral votes of the state of Wisconsin. We still don't know what really happened, Isaac. I mean, there's just a lot that I think will be revealed. History will discover. 
because people, lots of things will happen during that period of time. There was a widespread understanding that this election was not on the level. There is no way you can go through a mail-in vote without massive cheating. You don't win by three million votes and have all this other shenanigan stuff going on and not come away with an idea like, whoa, something's not right here. The election is rigged. The election is... Somebody got a ballot for a dog. Somebody got a ballot for something else. Fears of Russia hacking electronic voting machines. I think there was a conspiracy. Trying to rig this election. The Russians hacked our elections once and are likely to do it again. You look at some of the corruption having to do with universal mail-in voting. And if you add two fake votes to each precinct in those tallies, you can win an election by, oh, let's say 80,000 votes. Not saying that that happened, but I'm just saying that... don't know until you see it depends u.s elections could very much be vulnerable to hacks i think mail-in voting is is going to rig the election i really do the future election could be rigged and authorities might not even be able to detect i've been complaining very strongly about the ballots. ballot machines that one in five americans used last month are not secure the ballots are out of control you know it And you know who knows it better than anybody else? The Democrats know it. It's not the voting machines that are going to be hacked. It's the actual state rolls where where they tally up the votes. Well, we're going to have to see what happens. They found a lot of ballots in a river. Uh, They throw them out if they have the name Trump on it, I guess. But they had ballots. No names on them. Okay, well, they still found them in a river. (laughs) President Trump is right. Anybody with half a brain can so obviously see exactly what's going on in the same way that they only enforce laws when it negatively affects Donald Trump or someone close to him or perhaps an American patriot. Uh, They only enforce the rules when it benefits themselves. Uh, now, with uh, with with uh, great reverence, I say that uh, our election system is not perfect. Okay, it hasn't ever been perfect. The only time the Democrats cared to mention that is when they were losing as a result. They called into question the results of our electoral system. They called into question the results of our voter rolls. They called into question the legitimacy of electronic voting machines. All of these things we called into question when they stole the election from us. I actually didn't know that Louis Gomer had uh, had uh, called to reject the votes of Wisconsin along with those Democrats. That's kind of crazy. Uh, I uh, I didn't know that. Um, but, um, <laughs> you know, or maybe actually maybe that was from 2020. I, I guess I, I'm, I'm not. Yeah, it had to have been from 2020 because it showed him with the mask on. So they were just juxtaposing those two scenarios next to each other. The, the, the things they're accusing Donald Trump and his people of doing are not crimes. They were never crimes. They weren't crimes when the Democrats did it. Uh, but, uh, you know, it is a crime. Loading fake electronic or excuse me, loading fake voter registration applications into the system to create a surplus of fake ballots, which are then used to cast fake votes. That is election fraud right there. And thank you to the work of continuing work of the Gateway Pundit. Because the Gateway Pundit was actually able to get a hold of several of those clerks 
uh, which received fraudulent voter application registration forms. Uh, now, let's take a look here. Not only in Muskegon, uh, but also the evidence from all of those other cities that I mentioned. Uh, here is a conversation with several Michigan clerks. They admitted to receiving the GBI strategies packages in the mail. These suspicious packages included registrations with no names on them, no social security numbers, no driver's license numbers. All of these would be enough to invalidate any of these applications. And the clerks say that the packages were for their entire county. Oh, yeah. And the signatures don't match. Pretty interesting uh, because there are city clerks and county clerks in Michigan, and both of them received it. So here is this conversation. Yes, we received these through priority mail, some with no name filled out, some with no social security number, no driver's license number, some registered elsewhere already. Are these legitimate? We received them for our whole county, was going to contact our county clerk. Are the signatures all the same? The one I got was already registered. Some of those signatures we matched on QVF need to look at them closer. Sorry, I'm glad you got them and not us. Here's a second chat conversation where the clerks are discussing exactly what happened, and they disclose what appears to be the same person was the one sending out all of these packages, and they can tell from the signatures that were on the packages themselves. I wish that somebody still had those packages so that we could evaluate them for evidence. Uh, Here they say, looks like the same person wrote the address label on mine. Who do we report this to? Yes, I received them today. I received another box today and a big envelope, permanent AV. They are now. So it wasn't simply isolated in Muskegon. It happened all throughout the state of Michigan. And it's very, very likely that all of the work done by GBI strategies to inject these fraudulent applications resulting in fraudulent ballots into the system was enough to steal the election from Donald Trump on election night in 2020. Uh, so continue to keep your eyes on the state of Michigan. Now, one person who was uh, uh, really a, a champion for election integrity was Matt DiPerno, also from the state of Michigan. Dana Nessel, in the same way that they've tried to criminalize President Trump asking questions about the election, looking for evidence, looking to investigate at a very rudimentary level, Dana Nessel has accused Matt DiPerno of committing crimes. She's actually indicted him. And, of course, uh, we know that there is nothing wrong with the conduct that Matt DiPerno engaged in. Uh, but now we have confirmation from actual detectives working on the case. So what we have here is audio from Detective Sergeant David Geyer. He is admitting in this conversation that the Michigan Attorney General, Dana Nessel, is attempting to prosecute this former Trump-backed attorney, Matt DiPerno, it is her top political rival. He ran for office against her, and it's all part of a a attempt to commit conspiracy to obstruct justice. Uh, This is coming from the Twitter account of Matt DiPerno, and the person who is being prosecuted for allegedly inspecting a vote-tabulating computer in the aftermath of the stolen 2020 election and running against Dana Nessel, those are his crimes. Let's go ahead and take a listen. On the tricks. They're the ones pulling the tricks, including with you guys. You guys are being played to obstruct justice. Well, and there's no doubt about it. Well, they just dumped the entire police. 
Not only does the sergeant recognize that there is no crime on behalf of Matt DiPerno, he recognizes that this investigation will go absolutely nowhere. It's a giant waste of time. It's going to cost the American taxpayer, the people of Michigan, money. It's going to cost them time. It's going to cost them resources. And it's also going to delay any sort of justice from being able to be achieved in this state. Matt DiPerno is going to be forced to expend all kinds of mental, emotional, physical, and financial capital. They're hoping they're going to ruin him in the same way they're trying to ruin Donald Trump. Now, Matt has a lot of support in the state of Michigan, and I sincerely hope that he is successful in continuing to fight against the persecution of his top political rival. It's amazing to me how closely aligned the case of Matt DiPerno and Dana Nessel is with the case of Joseph Robinette Biden, the resident in chief of the United States of America and Donald John Trump, the legitimate president of the United States of America. I better be careful because it's apparently illegal to suggest that Joe Biden stole the election and Donald Trump had it stolen from him. Now, I mentioned that we have an update on Maui. This actually came out yesterday. Scott and I mentioned it while he was on the show giving us an update about what was happening. But what we have is a Democrat mega donor who was just found guilty and sentenced in a Maui County bribery case. And this case has far-reaching implications which reach out across the uh, political world there in Hawaii. Uh, His name is Milton Choi, and he's been sentenced to three years in prison for being involved in what was billed by the court, a multi-million dollar bribery scheme that included both state and county officials. Uh, Honolulu District Court Judge Derek Watson sentenced Choi, who is the founder of H2O Process Systems, to this 41-month sentence along with three years of supervised release. Uh, Back in September is when he was found guilty. There was an investigation, and it all revealed that he spent more than $2 million over the course of six years bribing someone named Stuart Stant. Stuart was the former director of Maui's Department of Environmental Management. That was an exchange for more than nine. $18 million in no-bid contracts. This Millions of people every day are reaping the health benefits of using cannabis oil, also known as CBD. This new product derived from hemp has fascinated doctors and scientists around the world for its powerful effects on the human body. If you are in need of alternative methods for health empowerment, please visit www.naturalhempoil.com. That's www.naturalhempoil.com. CBD is now legal in over 40 states, and our products are non-psychoactive 
radioactive and contain less than 0.3% THC levels. We also offer products for household pets. NaturalHempOil.com does not claim to treat cancer, PTSD, epilepsy, anxiety, insomnia, joint pain, eczema, or any chronic condition that you may have been diagnosed with. Please consult with a doctor before you take CBD. Results may vary, so give our natural CBD a try at www.NaturalHempOil.com. That's www.NaturalHempOil.com. Energy bills are rising at a historic rate, and there's no end in sight. That's why tens of thousands are using this amazing little device from SavePowerBills.com. It's a small but smart gadget that stabilizes electrical currents, reduces dirty electricity, and helps protect your electronics. Just plug it into your home's wall outlet to help lower energy consumption and ultimately help reduce your power bills every month. Order now to get 65% off plus many free bonuses before they sell out by going to SavePowerBills.com. That's SavePowerBills.com. Order now. Energy bills are rising at a historic rate, and there's no end in sight. That's why tens of thousands are using this amazing little device from SavePowerBills.com. It's a small but smart gadget that stabilizes electrical currents, reduces dirty electricity, and helps protect your electronics. Just plug it into your home's wall outlet to help lower energy consumption and ultimately help reduce your power bills every month. Order now to get 65% off plus many free bonuses before they sell out by going to SavePowerBills.com. That's SavePowerBills.com. Order now. Violent crime across the U.S. has skyrocketed. Between mass shootings, homicides, kidnappings, burglaries, and carjacking, it's never been more vital to learn how to protect yourself. This is why tens of thousands are choosing the Fighter Flare Flashlight. The Fighter Flare Flashlight includes an ultra-bright 800-lumen light, powerful strobe lighting modes for self-defense, a glass-breaking hammer, a built-in power bank, solar-powered recharging, rope and wire cutter, siren, high and low LED lighting modes, and much more. Simply place your order now to get 66% off along with many other free bonuses before they sell out by going to www.fighterflare.com. Order now at www.fighterflare.com fighterflare.com A human catastrophe is closing in. Nobody knows how far this one is going to go. You can feel the heat as tension is rising globally. War is expensive. Open a Noble Gold Investments IRA today, and you can claim a free 3-ounce silver American virtue coin. Just use the promo code GOLD. Go to NobleGoldInvestments.com now. This performance may not be indicative of future results. Investing in precious metals, including gold, involves risks. Consult with your tax attorney or financial professional before making an investment decision. This is how politics works, my friend. You grease the palm of the people that are going to be paying you. Now, besides bribing Stuart Stant, Choi also bribed former Hawaii state lawmakers Jay Kalani English and Ty Cullen, who have both also been found guilty and sentenced to federal prison for honest services wire fraud. This, my friends, is a real crime, and these are the types of crimes that I would love to see prosecuted more often, because all too often, politicians get away with doing this kind of stuff. Tell me what the difference is between what Joe Biden and Hunter Biden did receiving bribes from Burisma in exchange for the firing of a prosecutor, in exchange for the ending of an investigation. How is that any different from this guy bribing somebody to make sure that he gets some uh, some contracts? 
I don't think there is any difference at all. Now, in addition to that arrest and, uh, excuse me, that uh, incarceration, we also have a Maui senator who's going to be resigning from office after he faced some questions about a conflict of interest he may have had. Uh, he is Hawaii State Senator Gilbert Keith Agarin, and he's announced that he's going to be stepping down uh, after several questions about his conflict of interests uh, were brought to the surface in a uh, press release from the Senate. Uh, he said he did not give a specific reason why he was deciding to step down, but it must have been significant because generally speaking, politicians are not want to just give up all that power. Uh, he said, I believe that this decision best serves the interests of the Maui people, especially given what they have gone through over the last three weeks and what they continue to experience. Uh, he was facing ethical questions over the last several days after a picture was spotted on a flyer that advertised a discussion with members from the law firm Takatani Agarin, Jorgensen, and Wildman. Uh, Keith Agarin had served as a partner, and Morgan & Morgan, America's largest injury law firm. I see ads for them on YouTube. That's funny. Now, Morgan & Morgan has already filed a lawsuit against the Hawaiian Electric Company and Maui Electric Company as a result of those deadly wildfires. Uh, now, Civil Beat reported on Sunday, just a couple of days before Agarin's resignation, that if push came to shove and he had to choose between his clients and his constituents, Keith Agarin might choose his law practice over politics, and that looks like exactly what he's done. Isn't that interesting that people are elected to serve the will of the people, but then at the end of the day, whether they stay in office or not, they all too often end up serving their own will, uh, his own financial interests. So just uh, some more disgusting behavior on behalf of elected officials here in America. It's uh just the way things work, right, guys? You know, corruption is endemic in Washington politics and uh, in, in every state legislature all across the nation. State assembly, unfortunately, uh, you know, show me an honest politician and, uh, you know, I'll, I'll bring them on the program. Uh, but right now, it seems like the American people have been left to fend for themselves. We are twisting in the wind right now. And as difficult as that is to accept and as difficult as it is to, to uh, uh, you know, consider on, on a personal basis, uh, I truly do believe that this gives us an opportunity uh, to point out the flaws in our system and, and and help to get to a point where together we can fix this broken morass that we are currently uh, under the rule of. Now, another disgusting politician, another rhino politician, Brian Kemp, uh, currently the uh, governor of the state of Georgia and uh, one of the men who ensured that Donald Trump could have the state stolen from him back in 2020. Apparently, he is stepping in the way of state lawmakers who sought to remove Fulton County DA Fannie Willis. We learned about this very recently, and Brian Kemp is the good rhino that he is, has now rejected any efforts by state lawmakers to remove Fannie Willis from office. The Georgia Freedom Caucus was the group that was behind this. They held a press conference on the Fulton County DA, Fannie Willis, on these RICO and conspiracy charges against President Trump. Uh, and uh, it was their contention that Fannie Willis has criminalized the First Amendment, and they were doing whatever they could to try and get her out of office. If you'll remember, there was also a uh, provision that was recently written into law by uh, uh, by uh, Kemp here 
shortly before the uh, recent uh, midterm elections. Uh, and it, it essentially said that a prosecutor who was engaging in any activity that was unbecoming of the office, uh, then they could move to remove her. But a couple of weeks ago, Georgia State Senator Colton Moore uh, said that he was planning to impeach Fannie Willis. He said, as a Georgia state senator, I am officially calling for an emergency session to review the actions of Fannie Willis. America is under attack. I'm not going to sit back and watch as radical left prosecutors politically target political opponents. So Brian Kemp has blasted their efforts to remove Fannie Willis. He held his own press conference on Thursday. He said nearly three years later, memories are fading fast. There have been calls by one individual in the General Assembly and echoed outside of these walls by the former president for a special session that would ignore current Georgia law and directly interfere with the proceedings of a separate but equal branch of government. My concerns with the Fulton County District Attorney's handling of this case in the special purpose grand jury have been well documented. Well, obviously not well enough for something uh, to be willed into action. But Kemp continued, we are now seeing what happens when prosecutors move forward with highly charged indictments and trials in the middle of an election. Simply not something we used to do here in America. Simply put, it sows distrust. (laughs) She has proven that our distrust was well-placed, and it also provides easy pickings for those who see the district attorney's actions as guided by politics. I don't know how you couldn't see them as guided by politics, Governor Kemp. Uh, But he continues, let me be clear, we have a law in the state of Georgia that clearly outlines the legal steps that can be taken if constituents believe their local prosecutors are violating their oath of office by engaging in unethical or illegal behavior. Perhaps it's time to bring it to the residents the voters of Fulton County. Up until this point, I have not seen any evidence that D.A. Willis's actions or lack thereof warrant action by the Prosecuting Attorney Oversight Commission. So the bottom line is that in the state of Georgia, as long as I'm governor, we're going to follow the law and the Constitution, regardless of who it helps or harms politically. He's already contradicting himself, because if you would have followed the law and the Constitution in 2020, then Donald Trump would never have had the election stolen from him. But in Georgia, Brian Kemp says we will not be engaging in political theater that only inflames the emotions of the moment. Well, somebody ought to tell Fannie Willis, because as far as I'm concerned, she has besmirched the office uh, that she took. She has abdicated her oath to the key people of this area, to the Constitution, uh, and Fannie Willis has no place in state local or federal government. And uh, perhaps the people of Fulton County will be the ones who get her removed. Now, in light of everything that President Trump is being faced with, he is still taking time to meet with the Gold Star families of the people who were treated so poorly uh, by Joe Biden. These are the families of those men and women who were Murdered in the, uh, uh, the, 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 with disastrous withdrawal from Afghanistan. So he has invited these Gold Star families to his Bedminster home. Um, there's been a lot of news recently. I've covered it here on the channel. Joe Biden seems to be mentally unable, uh, to make any real human connection. Uh, when these families met with him, he was constantly looking at his watch. Every single time they brought a casket out, he'd look at his watch. It's like he just could not wait to get out of there. 
when they actually met him in the White House. All he did was talk about his dead son, Bo Biden. Uh, all he did was tell him, tell these people that, you know, he knew what they were going through because his son died of brain cancer. No, you, you don't know. Okay, what about when he went into the hospital room of the young man who had his arm and his leg blown off uh, and he tried to shake his hand like you freaking moron, you stupid piece of garbage. Joe Biden to this day has still never spoken the names of those who lost their lives. Donald Trump has spoken their names. We've spoken their names here on this channel before. Donald Trump is acting like a president. Joe Biden is acting like a senior citizen on vacation. Uh, So President Trump has invited the families to come meet with him at Bedminster. And I know that he's going to be there for them. I know that he's going to offer his support, his love, his prayers. He doesn't need to say anything. All you need to do is let these people show up and tell you about their sons and daughters. Tell you about their love for country. Tell them about the fact that they gave their lives protecting people, trying to safeguard the last vestige of dignity that we had left before Joe Biden pulled us out of Afghanistan summarily, leaving, what, something like $80 billion in uh, weapons of war behind? So this meeting is going to be scheduled one day after some of the families uh, were testifying in Congress. They actually testified before the House Foreign Affairs Committee. Uh, And, of course, it's the second anniversary of the last American plane to leave Afghanistan. Um, Now, uh, at the hearing on Tuesday, uh, families expressed their well-placed disappointment with Joe Biden uh, and his administration, not only for the botched withdrawal, but also for the treatment that they received in the wake of this. Uh, 13 men and women died, and Joe Biden can't say their names. I think we have a clip here of, uh, yes, yes, let's go ahead and play this, because this father can say it far better than I can. Not a single person has been held accountable. Our so-called leader can't seem to even utter their names in public, not even once. Mr. Biden has run his entire political campaign for 50 years as the family man. Well, I've got news for you, sir. The curtain has been lifting, and that campaign slogan will never work again. We have seen what's going on in your family, and even worse, we've seen how you've been treating us as Gold Star families. And there couldn't be anything more disgusting and cowardly than the way you have treated us. You are a disgrace to this nation. You have no business having ultimate command over our military, and I regret not saying that to your face when I had the opportunity in Dover. I felt it more, like, more important to bite my tongue, but I also had more important things on my mind at that time, like receiving my son's lifeless body stateside. While I stood there on the tarmac watching you check your watch over and over again, All I wanted to do was shout out, it's 2 fucking 30, asshole. But out of respect to the other grieving families, I bit my tongue once again. Well, as you could probably tell by now, I'm done biting my tongue. You, sir, stole their lives, their futures, their dreams, and have ripped apart 13 families. You cannot even man up and admit that. You, sir, gave us all 
the title Gold Star Family. You, sir, discredit honor and integrity. Two years later, there are things I find myself thinking about. Where and what was Biden's logic sneaking out of Bagram in the middle of the night before ever getting a single Afghan partner or American civilian out? <clears throat> this is the purest definition of intel inter intentional negligence. This is just one of many irresponsible and negligent decisions coming from the White House. In addition, leaving behind billions of dollars of our finest military hardware has led to the biggest international free black market, free market in history. Unfortunately, this will undoubtedly lead to more American military lives lost in the future. Between what has happened, been happening here domestically, for example, the border over the last two and a half years, and all your failed foreign policy decisions, I would venture a guess that you have more American blood on your hands, Mr. Biden, than any president in U.S. history. Yes. You know, the the amount of death and destruction that follows Joe Biden is immeasurable. We look at what happened in Afghanistan. We look at will happen in the future with those weapons, with those vehicles, with the guns, with the bullets. We look at the state of our nation with illegals streaming across the border, the death and destruction that result from those people coming here committing acts of horror, of acts of terror and illegalities against our citizens. There is no way to calculate how many dead Americans sit at the feet of Joseph Robinette Biden. And this man has been in power in one form or another in Washington, D.C. for five effing decades. This is the worst thing to ever happen to in the American Republic. This is the single most devastating choice that was ever made. The people who chose to make Joe Biden resident, they also have that blood on their hands. So I'm really glad that uh, these parents are going to be able to spend some time with a real president, with somebody who truly understands their courage, their sacrifice. And of course, it's just another reason why they hate Donald Trump, why they have to try to get him off the ballot in as many states as they possibly can. Yeah. Ask his first wife. Yeah. I'd like to be a fly on that wall to hear what her opinion of Joe Biden's of Joe Biden was. So Arizona Secretary of State, uh, someone who, in my opinion, is also an illegitimate office holder, is uh, apparently looking at possible challenges to Donald Trump's presence on the Arizona state ballot. Once again, they can't beat him, so they have to remove him. Uh, they're trying in any way that they can to discredit and disqualify President Trump. Uh, and uh, you better believe they're going to put their brightest legal minds on the case. Uh, there is some concern among the legal community, and I'm not a lawyer, so I don't know. But they're suggesting that the 14th Amendment could potentially disqualify President Trump from getting on the ballots in 2024. Uh, Section 3 of the 14th Amendment says public officials are not eligible to hold office if they engaged in insurrection or rebellion against the United States. Now, it makes so much sense when you look back at the language, uh, the, the, the phrasing that's been used since January 6th, calling it the insurrection. 
It was all about preparing Donald Trump to be removed from the ballot because they knew he'd be back. And legal scholars on both the left and the right have floated the idea that this clause would apply to Donald Trump because of January 6th. Now, of course, anybody who has a modicum of intelligence knows that it should have absolutely no place amongst it. Uh, But people like Robert Reich, who was a part of the Clinton administration, he was the labor secretary, and he's a a big leftist and uh, talking head on many different things. Uh, He showed up with a couple of other leftist scholars, William Baud and Michael Stokes Paulson, all of them never Trumpers. Uh, And uh, they're otherwise also members of the conservative Federalist Society, apparently. Uh, They wrote in the University of Pennsylvania Law Review that Section 3 would disqualify President Donald Trump and potentially – Many others because of their participation in the attempted overthrow of the 2020 presidential election. That doesn't matter that that's not what happened. Uh, but of course, they're going to use their brightest legal minds to try and make it appear as if that's the case. Now, I've said before that even if they remove President Trump from the ballot, uh, then, then we could still write him in as a candidate on every single ballot uh, in every single jurisdiction. Now, the only sticking point to that is that every state uh, requires something different. In some states, you can simply write someone in on a ballot. In other states, there is a deadline to file the paperwork to suggest that you're going to be a write-in candidate. So my hope would be that if they're going to attempt to remove Donald Trump from ballots in these various swing states, that they would do it as quickly as possible so that Donald Trump could still file that paperwork. Uh, Now, even if that doesn't happen, uh, I would still write Donald Trump in. There would be absolutely no way that I would cast my ballot for any one of these traitorous rhinos or the uh, terror-loving Democrats. Uh, I would vote for anybody else except for I mean, I would not vote for anybody else if I was unable to vote for Donald Trump. So Adrian Fontes, I mean, he has a vested interest in making sure President Trump doesn't come back because he stole his office as well. I mean, he wouldn't be there if it wasn't for the fact that a whole bunch of fraudulent ballots were injected into the system in Arizona as well. Uh, here is a uh, uh, the latest report coming from James O'Keefe and the good people at OMG, O'Keefe Media Group. Uh, here is some police body cam footage, which appears to show a New Jersey school board official calling the police on citizens who look Trump-ish. Eleanor 2000 says, happy birthday, Zach. It's infuriating how indifferent Biden, Obama, HRC, and those around them are towards the deaths that they caused and what seems intentional decisions. I'll never forget Benghazi. No, uh, absolutely not. You know why these people uh, have no feelings when it comes to this is because they're not human. Okay, they don't have real human emotion. They don't have the ability to connect with people on a real level. They have no empathy. They have no sympathy. They only care about their own selfish self-interests. And uh, for them, uh, it doesn't matter what decisions they make. doesn't matter who dies. doesn't matter who suffers as a result, as long as they get what they were trying to accomplish. And in the case of uh, Gaddafi, uh, in Benghazi, in Libya, they were hoping to depose a, 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 a leader who they could then use that country to destabilize the continent of Africa. It required additional military input. 
It also probably ended up being a manner that they could make money off of the slave trade. And uh, if, if you believe uh, stories, reports that have been made, uh, Hillary Clinton also was able to steal a hell of a lot of gold from Gaddafi as well. Uh, and uh, for uh, a number of other reasons, you know, there's probably an element of satanic sacrifice included in this. I mean, these people are evil. They worship evil. And so when people die, I would imagine that they are probably trying to find whatever manner they can to harness the energy of those souls that are lost. So let's take a look at this clip from O'Keefe Media Group. And uh, James says the police body cam shows New Jersey school board officials calling police on citizens who don't recognize who they don't recognize who look Trumpish. The police then colluded with these school officials to scan license plates of all attendees who, quote, looked different. The police also said, I don't answer to journalists. Well, guess what, my friend? You work for us. Different looking. Some, they look Trumpish. <laughs> and to be like, they just, they look a little scary. Some of them are, they just look, they don't look like Levinson. So like I, an Antifa, not like an Antifa, but some along those that's lines. That's exactly or, what we're thinking. I think there's more like intimidate, stir the pot. Like, like what do you want? Like what? To make sure that we're equitable. It's a really hot meeting. It's a very sensitive topic. Yes. O'Keefe Media Group exposed the rot undermining our society. James O'Keefe offers tools for transparency to disgruntled parents in another New Jersey school district. Does it look shady? I could care less you're a journalist. We're about your own town, your own county. Yeah. You gotta come here, cause a disruption. I don't answer to him. Do they have a right to do this? Yes, they have a right to do it. They're journalists. They're journalists who are there to report on public interest items. A school board meeting, a publicly available meeting. This is something that is just right up the alley in the wheelhouse of an investigative journalist. I cannot believe the brains in these people. Warrior Mima says, hi, Zach, I'm late, but happy post-birthday. What is Trumpish? Yeah, what is Trumpish? I mean, they look like they don't want to rape kids. Uh, That's what Trumpish looks like to me. I just took video of everybody in our parking lot. I can run the plates. Why Tell the American people why you called the police. There's a group of like, about nine men. Pretty remarkable here. So I just thought it's safe that I call you. <laughs> There's about eight of them. And none of them, we have all the different administrators in there. None of them are at, that have been principals and stuff. None of them recognize them as past students. They're not parents. They're different looking. Some, they look Trumpish. <laughs> and I, to be like, they just, they look a little scary. Police body camera footage obtained by OMG, one of the most riveting and fascinating psychological case studies into what school board officials, superintendents, and cops are saying, thinking, and believing about you. Listen, police. There's a group of about nine men. What are they doing? Yeah, so they're there. They're on their phones. They've never been there before. It was just a little bit of concern. Who called this? So the biggest takeaway that I have from this is that these administrators, these public officials, are scared to death of people like us. People who might have the ability or the drive 
to expose them for the sick, despicable conduct that they engage in, the brainwashing activities trying to turn our children into the next generation of American leftists. Frank made an excellent point earlier today. People do not defect from conservatism, okay? They don't become conservative only later to decide, you know what, I don't really like it over here. I'm going to go back to sucking off the teat of Lady Liberty. I'm going to go back to shutting down free speech. I'm going to go back to this beautiful woman with a penis. That's not what happens, okay? In order to get into that mindset, you have to be groomed. You have to be bred to become a leftist. And that work is taking place in schools all across America. It's taking place in places like TikTok. It's taking place on social media. And these people are scared to death of us. They are afraid that the mask is going to be ripped off and people are going to see them for exactly who and what they are. And so I'm emboldened by this type of behavior because now all of these people are exposed. The police of Livingston, New Jersey, are shown to not give two shits about the Constitution of the United States of America. Freedom of the press? F it. First Amendment? F it. Fourth Amendment? F it. (laughs) Just throw it all to the side. Somebody would do well to visit the Livingston, New Jersey police and give them a copy of the Constitution. Sit down with them. I, I wish people would go and make a complaint about the Livingston, New Jersey police. And I sincerely hope that people continue to go to these school board meetings and to hold these people accountable, exposing them for the sick bastards that they are. Uh, this is a 20-minute report, so I'm going to put the whole thing into the chat here for all of our friends over at pilled.net and all of our friends over at rumble. I want you guys to watch it uh, because we don't have enough time to watch the whole thing. So I do have some new information about Hunter Biden uh, and his and his father's criminal activity. I want to make sure that we get to this because uh, just this week we learned that uh, some 5,000 returns on a Freedom of Information Act request from the National Archives came back with Joe Biden using any number of his various email aliases. Well, we've also found out that the White House does not want that information to get out. They have asserted exactly executive privilege over 200 of those records, which include both Hunter and Joe Biden. Why would it be that Joe Biden would be doing official business with his son in the email chain when his son is not a government employee, when his son was in the midst of business deals that Joe Biden allegedly had no knowledge of? Uh, But all of these interactions that Hunter had with the office of the vice president at the time that Joe Biden was a part of the administration of Barack Obama should be made publicly available. Thank God for America First legal. They're the ones who launched this lawsuit trying to get these records from the National Archives. Uh, These are communications between January of 2011 and December of 2013. All of them looking for the name of Hunter Biden's company, Rosemont Seneca. So in response to this request, NARA has refused to release the records. They admit that the disclosure would reveal confidential advice between then-Vice President Joe Biden and White House advisors. Again, 
What business is it of Hunter Biden to be privy to these conversations when he doesn't work in the federal government? Joe Biden also didn't work officially with Hunter Biden and his various companies, certainly not with Rosemont Seneca. So NARA did actually provide 861 records that apparently did not fall within that area of executive privilege. Release would disclose confidential advice between the president and his advisors or between such advisors, NARA was quoted as saying. Now, NARA also is refusing to provide law lawmakers any direct information about any of Joe Biden's email aliases. That includes Robert Peters. That includes Robin Ware. That includes J.R.B. Ware. I wonder if anybody has done a search for pedo Peter yet. So the America First, the America First legal group uh, was searching for emails that encompassed some of Hunter Biden's earliest business ventures, places like Rosemont Seneca Partners. That was the entity that was associated with Devin Archer, Eric Schwerin, and also CCP linked entities uh, like Che Feng, who also Hunter Biden identified as the super chairman. Now, the super chairman, Che Feng, Hunter Biden formed a business venture with known as BHR Partners, uh, meant uh, to essentially encompass the company that Hunter Biden already owned, Scanetelli's LLC. Uh, they maintained a 10% equity stake in this new company that was founded with a Chinese Communist Party member. <clears throat> and BHR Partners is also co-owned by the state-controlled Bank of China, and it still boasts billions of dollars in allocated capital all around the globe. Now, Hunter said that his stake in BHR Partners uh, conveyed his stake to, in BHR Partners to his lawyer, Kevin Morris, uh, in April of 2017. And Devin Archer conveyed his stake in BHR Partners to his wife. If we take a look at emails that have been released by America First Legal on Wednesday, it shows that Hunter Biden in 2011 involved himself in planning a state dinner for Chinese officials at the White House. This was months before he traveled to the country to begin forming relationships for the launch of BHR Partners. In additional emails provided by America First, it reveals how frequently Hunter Biden and his business associates used their direct line of communications to contact Vice President Joe Biden's office. We also have employees of Rosemont Seneca obtaining information about White House guest lists, uh, seating assignments, official events uh, such as the 2013 Turkey State Luncheon, the 2014 France State Dinner, and the 2012 United Kingdom State Dinner. Uh, Gene Hamilton, a representative of Amer America First Legal, said these records provide even more evidence that no daylight existed between Hunter Biden's foreign business dealings and the office of the vice president during the Obama administration. The evidence accumulating against the Biden family's malfeasance is staggering. The Biden crime family continues to grow. The evidence to support our assertions that Joe Biden was involved in pay to play schemes and illegally operating a pay to play office out of the office of the vice president continues to build every single day. And every single email which shows a connection between the office of the vice president and Hunter Biden and those business dealings is an absolute proof 
that Joe Biden has lied, contradicting his statements that he has made for many, many years. Joe Biden said that the wall is why I have never talked with my son or my brother or anyone else in the distant family about their business interests, period. Well, Apparently, the wall was merely inches high because Joe Biden did exactly what he said he didn't. There was a reporter at the White House who recently asked if if the White House is confident that Hunter Biden stopped selling access to Joe Biden and Corrine Jean-Pierre refused to answer. She said that's a question for Hunter Biden and his representatives. But we know that Hunter Biden funneled millions of dollars to Joe Biden in a long running scheme so that he could profit off of the business dealings Hunter Biden was involved in. And it's arguable to say that Hunter Biden never would have made the connections that he did if it wasn't for the fact that his father was vice president and he was trading influence and policy for the money that was coming in to their accounts. Now, we've also learned that Hunter Biden frequently traveled with Joe Biden numerous times on Air Force Two. There were two flights to 13 different countries and several times that they actually hid this information from the public. More evidence that Joe and Hunter and their business dealings were all wrapped up in one and the same. Bozeman, excuse me, BHR Partners, Rosemont Seneca, the Office of the Vice President of the United States, Joe Biden, Hunter Biden, they were all one entity. So they flew on Air Force Two up to 13 different countries, and this is from newly released records. These are are flights that the Bidens never admitted took place before. On one of these trips, we had Hunter Biden actually being hidden from public view, uh, meaning he was already waiting in the car before Joe Biden departed on the plane. They whisked him in, kept him secret so that the American public wouldn't know that Hunter was going to be joining him. Uh, we also have James Comer, who is, of course, the Oversight Committee chair, uh, joining Greg Kelly on Newsmax to discuss these latest revelations about the Biden crime family. That's, of course, the 5,400 or so emails that have just been revealed by the National Archives. Uh, let me see if this is a brief clip here. This tricked. Robin Ware, J.R.B. Ware. So weird, so suspicious. We think, according to the National Archives, maybe 5,400 emails sent or received by Joe Biden under these phony names. And guess who was CC'd along the way? Yeah, Hunter Biden. The, the whole thing smells really, really bad. Congressman James Comer joins us once again, Republican of Kentucky, chairman of the House Oversight and Accountability Committee. They have been doing such great work. Uh, Congressman, welcome back. Uh, what's the latest? First of all, how are you? I know there's a lot of pressure here. This is going to be a seven-minute clip, so I think that's going to go uh, beyond uh, the time that we have for today. Um, but we also have just one more piece of evidence. <clears throat> There was a CIA agent who was part of the uh, cover-up of the laptop from hell, uh, and as part of the Twitter files, it's been revealed that he had a very, very intricate role 
at Twitter. Uh, he was a former CIA agent who signed uh, as one of the names on that infamous letter that smeared the New York Post's reporting on the Hunter Biden laptop story and also, of course, the reporting that we were doing here on this channel. They said that it was Russian disinformation or it had all the hallmarks of Russian disinformation. And uh, later on, she tried to conceal her role at Twitter. But we have the emails. This is now coming from a new report in the Twitter files. We have journalist Texas Lindsay, who found an email from that CIA agent, Nada Bacos. She was formerly a counterterrorism agent at the CIA. She told her superiors that she had locked down her LinkedIn and Twitter after the New York Post published a photo of her and other former Intel officials who had signed the letter. And we can actually see her photo right here. Let's go ahead and pull that up. Let's get a good look at Nada. There she is. I can't. There we go. Nada Bacos, Central Intelligence Agency. That's her right there. So Nada didn't want people to know how deep her ties at Twitter went. But she is one of uh, many former intelligence officials who were and now working at Twitter, uh, which is, of course, the same social media network that worked on behalf of Joe Biden and his campaign to silence the story. Uh, it is now an uncontested fact that the majority of social media platforms uh, are in part moder- moderated by members of the American intelligence community. CIA, Twitter, CIA, Facebook, CIA, YouTube. They go from one point to the next. They go from controlling America behind the scenes in a clandestine fashion to controlling America behind the scenes at social media companies. It's not enough that they murder, ripe, rob, pillage, assassinate, overthrow democratically elected governments all around the world, including here in the United States of America, they have to stop you from being able to talk about it because that's the only way that they're going to be able to get away with it. Uh, in March of 2022, Nada Bacos uh, was a director for policy enforcement at Twitter, uh, and that gave her direct authority over how the content on Twitter was moderated and how policies were actually implemented. Uh, Nada Bacos was a former CIA agent. She got famous uh, targeting terrorists post 9-11. She worked under former former CIA Deputy Director Mike Morrell. I believe Mike Morrell was one of the people who came forward uh, with uh, claims about the Bidens as well. Uh, She was appointed to serve during the Obama administration, and Morrell has since been revealed as the author of that now infamous letter. Okay, I got it mixed up. He was the author of the letter that ended up being signed by all of those intel agents who said that this was the hallmark of Russian disinformation. Uh, She was also rumored to be the inspiration for Jessica Chastain's character in Zero Dark Thirty, which actually was a pretty good movie. Uh, She stated in an interview, however, that the character was an amalgamation of women that she worked with. Of course, she's not going to be able to admit that. But uh, her account is now set to private. But if we take a look at web archives, we can see how frequently she shared and retweeted only negative and critical views of President Trump, while seemingly only sharing the opposite for left-wing politics. 
policies, left-wing candidates, and left-wing ideologies. She seemed to have very positive view of Joe Biden and the Democrats, which raises all kinds of ethical questions about whether her actions surrounding the suppression of that laptop, uh, was it really about the hallmarks of Russian disinformation, or was it about making sure that your team was going to make it past the finish line? Uh, If Nadia Bakos was employed at Twitter in 2020, that would mean that she had direct influence over the suppression of the story that she tried to describe credit when she signed that letter. And that event significantly altered the election of 2020 uh, because it made people believe that Hunter Biden did not really lose this laptop, that all of the crimes that were contained therein were not real, and that it was simply a Russian intel disinformation campaign. Uh, Before we go, you guys, I'm going to go through the thank yous over here on the Foxhole. I want to say thank you very much to everybody who is supporting the show. I've also got a couple of thank yous on my phone as well. But I need to remind everybody, make sure that you hit up onenessdrops.com. The link is in the description below. Use code RP78 to save 15% off your chlorine dioxide water purification kits. Also, hit up preparewithredpill78.com. These are my friends at My Patriot Supply, and right now you can save $200 off a three-month supply of emergency food. Uh, these are uh, uh, meals that will last up to 25 years. You, you get over 2,000 calories a day, up to 21 different varieties of types of food. Breakfast, lunches, dinners, this is definitely something that you're going to want to have on hand if things get as bad as it looks like they're going to get. Have enough for you, for every member of your family, Save $200 off a three-month supply right now at preparewithredpill78.com. And then finally, our friend Mike Lindell at mypillow.com. When you use code RP78, you can save up to 80% off all of the quality products that Mike offers, whether it's the MyPillow uh, 2.0, the Giza Dream Sheets, the MyPillow mattress or the mattress topper, uh, the slippers, the bathrobes, the beach towels, the bath towels. Everything that Mike makes is incredible. He's selling it directly to you to cut out the middlemen. Now we don't have to pay ridiculously inflated prices to Bed Bath & Beyond or Kohl's or any of those other places who are not going to be around in the very near future. Bed Bath & Beyond is totally gone now. Uh, But when you buy directly from Mike Lindell at MyPillow.com, you're going to be supporting me here at Red Pill 78. Use code RP78 to save 15% off your entire order. And let us continue by giving the final thank yous over here. Uh, yesterday on Cash App, I didn't even think to check it, but uh, Mitzi, Mitzi said, happy birthday. Stay safe. We love you. I love you too, Mitzi. Thank you very, very much. Uh, also need to say thank you to uh, 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 Spray and Pray. Thank you, Spray and Pray. He says, happy birthday, you effing nerd. <laughs> oh, I will accept I will accept. Uh, I've always thought that being a nerd was cool. Uh, Nancy, Nancy dropped 25 bucks and said, happy birthday with a balloon and a birthday cake. Thank you so much, Nancy. I appreciate you. Thank you for supporting the show. Uh, also, uh, Lester, he says, happy B-Day, Zach, and many more. Thank you so much, Lester. And then there were also a couple of people who uh, I saw had gone through the website and signed up for uh, recurring donations through the website, redpill78news.com. 
I don't get those in the, in a um, in an easy to read format. It's just a report that's uh, published uh, at the end of the month, and I see all the the uh, the emails. I don't even see I don't even see your name or your personal information. But thank you very very much to everybody who is supporting the show. And then also over on Ko-Fi, uh, there was actually somebody on. On um, on Subscribestar, too, which I haven't mentioned in a long time, but I need to say thank you to LKW Cross, who said, happy birthday, Zach, love you, $45, thank you so much, uh, and then Astyball on the 29th uh, said, happy birthday, Zach, enjoy your B-Day, uh, thank you very, very much, Mermaid on uh, the 28th said, got an extra bedroom for you and RPGF if you have to evacuate, fur baby friendly, thank you so much, yeah, luckily we, we didn't have to evacuate, that was uh, uh, very, very lucky. And then uh, over on Subscribestar, let me see if I can get the name of the person who donated. Um, Okay. Well, I'm not seeing it here, but I know that I did see an email come through, and so I wanted to say thank you. Um, Over here... On the foxhole at pill.net, Just Duckies, good to see you, buddy. Dropping a cookie. OG Lurker 71, appreciate you dropping that can. WC Cranop with some shades. Uh, I'm, are you going to be at GART 2? You guys, tell me in the chat if you're going to be at GART 2 because I will be there and uh, I, I hope to see you there. Uh, Filter Dog 1, thank you for the can. Casey, thank you for the can. WC Cranop, uh, another, another pair of shades, says, check your cash app. Happy belated birthday. See you in seven days. And that answers my question. Thank you, brother. Uh, J. BTN01, thank you for the cookie. Sean Joe, thank you for the cookie. Ohio Kimmy, thank you. And Boise Blanc89 as well. FilterDog1 says, do you recall the videos where people are staring at something and then fall over? Yes, the, I've, I've always, those are like people who are on the news. I thought those were people having some sort of mini stroke. Uh, and certainly once we started seeing those gain in prominence after people were getting the vaccines, uh, you know, I, I think that's even more likely. Obviously, People are having different types of uh, adverse reactions, but a stroke is one such reaction. Um, so, Sean Joe, thank you very much for that cookie. Nakaz, good to see you, buddy. Still running on that backup battery. Appreciate the shades. Aloha. And then Filter Dog One says, Zach Rant. I hope you guys enjoyed my rants today. And uh, thank you very much to everyone for hanging out with us. I really, really appreciate it. If you are over on the Foxhole, please make sure you hit the red pill. If you're over there on Rumble, please do me a favor. And make sure you hit the like button. 464 likes with 2,769 people here. If you are watching on your phone or on something else, I would so appreciate it if you just ran to the app, hit that like button, and then share the show out with uh, your friends and neighbors. Let them know that uh, I'm talking about issues that affect the American people. You don't have to be only a conservative to be able to come here and hang out with us. I am making a show for American patriots, and if you think that our government is criminal, corrupt, and illegitimate, then you have a place here. Thank you very much, you guys. Good luck, and God bless. We'll see you tomorrow.
When it comes to stubborn belly fat, we're all searching for a miracle pill. Generally, you have to use multiple products that target belly fat differently to manage excess weight around the stomach. Some products may focus on abdominal exercises or dietary changes, while others might focus on boosting metabolism or controlling cravings. But believe it or not, I may have found a solution that removes the need for juggling through multiple weight management products. It's called Belly Trim, and it's more effective at targeting belly fat, enhancing metabolism, and promoting a toned midsection better than most weight management products I've seen typically found on store shelves. Tens of thousands of five-star reviews back up the notion that Belly Trim is not only a breakthrough in a bottle, but that it also removes the need for us to use countless diet pills and fat-burning supplements. But there's more. If you place your order for Belly Trim now, you'll also receive 51% off free VIP live health and fitness coaching for life, two free new e-books titled Top 10 Foods That Burn Belly Fat, and Top 10 Exercises to Reduce Belly Fat, a 60-day satisfaction guarantee, and last but not least, free shipping. Simply go to www.trimwithus.com. That's www.trimwithus.com to take advantage of this limited-time deal before they sell out. Once again, that's www.trimwithus.com. Order now. Energy bills are rising at a historic rate, and there's no end in sight. Talk to enough people, and you'll soon realize nearly everyone's shocked at their recent electricity bills. Some studies reveal energy costs have skyrocketed by as high as 60% in as little as two years. That's why tens of thousands are installing this magical little device from SavePowerBills.com to help slash their energy bills. This sophisticated gadget stabilizes electrical currents, reduces dirty electricity, and helps protect your appliances and electronics. Simply plug it into your home's wall outlet to help lower energy consumption and ultimately help reduce your power bills every month. Countless five-star reviews back up the notion that this device is one of the most efficient ways to save money while beating the greedy power companies. But there's more. If you order now, you'll also receive 65% off, fast shipping within the USA, hassle-free returns, and last but not least, a 60-day satisfaction guarantee. Just go to SavePowerBills.com to take advantage of this limited-time deal before they sell out. Once again, that's SavePowerBills.com. Violent crime across the U.S. has skyrocketed. Just recently, a politician was carjacked by three armed attackers outside his home in Washington, D.C. This comes several months after another politician was assaulted in the elevator of her building. Between mass shootings, kidnappings, burglaries, and carjackings, it's never been more vital to learn how to protect yourself. This is why tens of thousands are choosing the Fighter Flare Flashlight. The Fighter Flare Flashlight has awed people with a wonderful design and massive light output. On top of an ultra-bright 800-lumen light, it boasts powerful strobe lighting modes for self-defense, a glass breaking hammer, a built-in power bank, solar-powered recharging, rope cutter, siren, and much more. Countless five-star reviews back up the notion that this flashlight is the latest and greatest in the EDC market. But there's more. If you place your order for the Fighter Flare flashlight now, you'll also receive 66% off, free express shipping, and last but not least, a 100% lifetime guaranteed replacement. Simply go to www.fighterflare.com to take advantage of this limited-time deal before they sell out. www.fighterflare.com. Order now.